What's good, man? It's your boy FIFO from Dead and Hip Hop, and I'm here today to tell you why you guys should download the Hip Hop Amino app. Everybody that watches us, we are the people, just like this Hip Hop Amino app. They're looking for curators. Yeah, the other cool thing about this is that, you know, I actually got it on my phone, so I've been kind of playing around with it, man, and it's actually pretty, pretty freaking cool, man, because it's like a community of people that are on here, and they're just basically talking about hip-hop. You can follow me on here, it has, you can follow people, it has a featured uh, news feed, and then it has the latest news and, and stuff like that. So when you download the app, you become part of one of the biggest hip-hop communities that there are. So make sure you subscribe to us, make sure you download the Hip-Hop Amino app, because people told you so. Dead End Hip Hop album review, Royce the Five Nine Layers. I'm gonna start off by saying this. Out of, out, out of the Slaughterhouse crew, Royce by far put out the best individual project, hands down. And that's that I'm, when it comes to them individually, I'm a bigger fan of Joe Budden and um, Joel Ortiz. Uh, then I am of Royce. I've, I've said it. I know they probably look crazy because whenever we talk about Slaughterhouse, everybody has their favorites, and it is what it is. Ah damn, Royce demolished this project, yo. He demolished this project, and I and and for me, it's always important for an artist to set the tone with that opening track, with that intro. If it's an intro, if it's a song, whatever it is. Set the table for the re for the rest of your project. He did that with Tabernacle. I didn't know what the hell to expect. Tabernacle, what the hell you? Dude, why is your opening track named Tabernacle? But the way he was able to break that down, the all of shit that happened to him that day, that December 28th, 29th, bro, that, that, that is so crazy. And, you know, I, I, I didn't know it because, again, I'm not a big Royce fan. I don't know if y'all knew that story like that. You know what I'm saying? But for him, how he executed that story and for him to let you know, yo, this is all truth is 1000. Don't question it. You know, it is what it is. And, and for him to kind of set up the rest of the album, how he took stories, things that he used later on in life from that day, I thought was 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 big. And, and I'll tell you why I typically don't like Royce, because he, he, he'll have a song where the beat is kind of like just whack and he's spitting, but it, it just it, 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 it doesn't grab me. Can grab I get some clarification? Yeah, you said don't like Royce? What, what do you mean by yeah. don't like, like don't? No, 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 like no, 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 I, no, I, I fuck with Royce. Okay. I fuck with Royce. Right. But there are certain like songs or projects where it's multiple songs that I'm just like, man, he just sounds too spitterific. Yeah. I don't necessarily like the spitterific type of rappers and Royce, that's what he typically does. Even though he gave you the lyricism on this, I didn't feel that way. I didn't, I didn't feel that way. I felt that the beats matched emotions and he wasn't just rapping for the sake of rapping. This, this is one of the, the best Royce projects that I was able to connect with him on a personal level throughout the entire project. When it goes to Pray and Hard, like do, those joints are dope. I, Starter Cult was cool. It was cool. I, I, mm. You ever had one? Yeah, yeah I, I had a whole bunch of starter jackets. It, it, it was cool. Coach, like, yeah. It was cool. I didn't say it was bad. I didn't oh, say yeah. you could take it off. I, I think it was cool. But the track weight, when they got the weight, because I enjoy how on um, weight, how he kind of knows what's priority in life now. And he's big enough to be like, nah, fuck all that. That shit can wait. It's kind of showing you how, how he's kind of bossed up. And now, you know, everything goes on his time. 
You know what I'm saying? I, I definitely enjoyed that. The skit with, with Lincoln. I thought Lincoln was pretty funny. That <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch the shoes, nigga. Watch the shoes. <laughs> um, another standout track to me was dope. And then I'm, I'm gonna skip all the way down to the last track off. I'm typically, you know, I, I know B gets into it a lot. How you end a project, I, I think that it's kinda important, but not as important as you started off. But the way he ended it is exactly how he started it off. It definitely bumps in the wind. Yeah, no, nah, I, I think this was, I think probably why you like this, this feels like it's more, it's like a complete project from Royce, it feels. And going back to what you said about the tavern, tabernacle is that, you know, when you look at the title of Layers, you could probably automatically kind of, you know, understand that, you know, he's going to talk about like his life and the different layers that apply to him as a human being. And I think that's what this album does. When you listen to this and you listen to some of the things you're talking about, the opening track, you walk away understanding that he is human. You know, and he's not just rapping for the sake of rapping, which is probably one of the issues that it sounds like you've had with him in the past. Um, which rapping for the sake of rapping or just fucking rapping is, is great. I'll take that all fucking day. Um, but what I like about this, it sounded like he really sat down and crafted and put together this project. And the thing about when I, when I think about Tabernacle, and I kind of go back to what you were saying, is that Tabernacle is like the origin story. You know, it's the first track on here. And it basically tells you how this guy became who he was. You know, so it sets the tone for him you know, as a character, and it's the perfect introduction to him if you've never listened to Royce before at all. And then he kind of goes from there to, to pray, which plays off a tabernacle with his grandmother dying and all those stuff that happened there. And then I'm listening to that, I'm like, you know, you can take away pray, or is it praying on people, you know what I'm saying? Because there's, you know, moments in here where he's kind of, where it sounds like he's like a predator, you know, so it kind of goes back and forth in here. So. Um, then it goes into hard, starter cold, etc., etc. And what what was cool? I did. I definitely liked the Lincoln uh, Lincoln skit as well. Um, what I thought was really interesting were, was like towards like the middle end of the actual album, there were three songs I think that were put together um, after the Lincoln skit was Flesh, Hello, and then Misses, which talks about you know uh, his situation or it tells the story. Of, of him cheating and messing around with some girl and then the wife come in and she put her foot down and she be like, yeah, you know, nah, this my dude with, with Melanie Rutherford and then the missus come back in and then Royce is gone and he don't put the phone down and he don't went through, you know, kind of make make amends with, with his wife over all the shit that's happened. Like, you know, those type of things that when you listen to him, like, dang, man, like you can probably apply that to this situation. And then, like I said, walk away like, damn, man, like this is a real ass dude. He's talking about his son with autism on here. You know what I'm saying? And just really getting real, real personal. Um, and still rapping his fucking ass off, which, which makes it even better. And the beat selection was great. The way he put the songs together um, was great as well. And everything was kind of stitched together. And the skit before Misses as well, which kind of set up Misses. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, when he when he uh, called Lincoln up, he was like, uh, yeah, his son had a, a game. Was, Man, that nigga ain't starting. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that shit was funny, man. And then, you know, what, what I loved about Dope is the end. When 
America was, was playing. They had the the, the the it sounded like a chorus or something singing America and how that rolled into America. But I thought that that was dope. So it seemed like all of the songs were kind of stitched together, but it wasn't like this concept album. But it was like it it, it still flowed well. Like there was still like bits and pieces of of how he put it together that. You know, he kind of wanted to tell a story, and it started from the beginning to off. And I was thinking about off when I was listening to it, because it's, I mean, it's a cool track, but the ending of that particular track was was a little odd to me. And knowing that he has another album coming out, I was wondering if that ending of that track is going to oh, tie into yeah. the other That's album. Oh, yeah, that's how it faded out. Yeah, yeah. You know, because you hear the, the, the static, and then he's just, still rhyming. Yeah, he's, yeah. so I was wondering if, if, if that was going to lead into the other album. But overall, man, I... I I was really, I was actually impressed with this album because I didn't expect this from Royce. You know, it sounds like he really sat down and thought out what he wanted to do with this album. Fuck it, what he wanted to do with 2016 period. But anyway, man, yeah, I, this, I love this shit, man. I thought this shit was, was great, man. It's like, it's amazing how Royce, at this point in his career is still, it seems like it's, He's getting better as he's getting older. I, I had a feeling just from just from conversations with Marv and like and, and and here in Tabernacle, I'm like, okay, he's really about to like, he's really about to dig deep. Uh, this dude put together such a wonderful album. From you know, listen to listen to Trust the Shoot. I'm like, okay, it's spitterific words. We know we know that. So with this album, I was anticipating this to be him really putting together well thought out. And it, it is pretty much like a con it's like a concept about him, like the begin the beginning of Royce. This is like a reintroduction of Royce of Five Nine, because I feel like from his previous albums, yeah, we we all got some gems here and there, but with this one, I mean, just from the beginning to the end, it's just like, man, Royce, like him digging in with with his father, you know, going in with about his father, um, being a, a drug addict, about his son, and wait. That was also on the Trust the Shooter EP, and like the way his flow cadence was on that whole entire song, he was killing that Jake One track. I was like, "Damn it, stop it, Royce!" Like you, this dude. I'm almost like speechless as far as like how good I like this album. As far as just you know tracks that I probably didn't care for a little bit, but this is just nitpicking. It's probably Hello and Misses. That's like in the, the middle part of it. I'm like, uh, I can do booing. He picked right back up when he got the dope. When he got the dope, and from here on out, you know, American Layers, S, shout out to S1 on the production, um, was dope as hell. Pusha T, and um, I was a little sketchy. Oh, layers, the title track. Yeah, title track. I was like, okay, um, Pusha T and Rick Ross, I mean, let's see how this goes. You know, sometimes, just because you see the big names doesn't mean, oh, it's going to be like Super Bass. Sometimes it might not mesh well, but yeah. they actually... That that track was actually good. Uh, Quiet with um, what's the other name? Tierra. I thought she was a dope feature on there. She was going spitting bar for bar with her. Yeah, I was like, who is? She? I didn't know who she was. I'm like, okay, she she, she doing she doing her thing with um. Whereas you can tell that, and I and I'm glad when I saw that um, Denai Porter, Mr. Porter was the executive producer for this album. I'm like, okay, cool. So I know production is going to be top notch because he, he is he is a dope producer and I know he was going to have his hands sprinkled all throughout this project as far as production so I know that was going to um, let me down but yeah starter code man I, I guess it just takes me back to like my middle school high school days like yeah I know we said yeah and that yeah like I'm like damn uh, Mr. Poor it's like he always Every time when I'm thinking, he's like, okay, he's not capable of this. And then when I listen to Starter Coat, I'm like, damn, you do it again, Mr. Porter. Like, he always surprised me with the production, man. And Gotta Know, I thought Gotta Know was dope as hell. That's another Mr. Porter track where it was like, 
damn, you, you making stuff like this? And then Royce is mm -hmm. just, yeah, he's still giving you like, look, I can still rap. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I want the props of a Drake, but I got the, I can mm -hmm. spit like a black dog in the hell I'm like, this motherfucker. <laughs> so, yeah, man, this is like, yeah, Royce, he, he is capable of, of rapping with the likes of a black thought in the L's eye. He's proved it before. So it's like, it's not like he's he's not speaking facts. He is speaking facts. So he's still able to do that and he was able to tap in and give you the layers of Royce of 5'9", his personal life, in, introspective life. I've never heard Royce so introspective throughout this whole album, like ever. Like, I mean, I'm on Street Hop, on Shake This, he kind of got introspective a little bit. It was some tracks here and there he sprinkled, but this, for this to be like an album and you still spitting and you still got your good concepts and everything, Amazing Royce, amazing. I'm I'm proud of Detroit right now, man. I'm so proud of Detroit. I'm on cloud now right now. We reviewed Success Is Certain, mm -hmm. and I I remember liking it, but I don't remember loving it. Yeah. So I was a bit disappointed in that so project. I mean, you want to like bar exam Royce, like the mix the bar exam well, Royce mixtape. You kind of. When I really it. think about it, it's yeah. like I don't really I didn't really want bar exam Royce. I really wanted. I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. So <laughs> listening to this project. The second I hit play and Tabernacle started going, I was like, God fucking damn. This dude <laughs> made one of the best songs of his career <laughs> on a 2016 project. The way he laid started that out. song out, where he's telling this story, but then he like, he's telling the story in rhyme, and then he's doing like the spoken part of the story, and then going back to the rhyme, Jesus and like the story is crazy. It's so crazy you would think he made it up, yeah. but I know he didn't. But you know the story of his of his first kid being I don't know if his first kid, but his, one of his children yeah. be, his was his first son. kid. His first, his first kid being born, his grandmother dying in the same night, the same meeting M, <laughs> someone that would change his future. That song was fucking incredible. You know, one thing that Royce is really good at is storytelling. He doesn't do it enough. And there were two songs, two of my favorite songs from Street Hop, was, uh, On the Run and Murder. And the, and even though those songs were not complex stories, the way he did it in like that weird reverse order, but the yeah. way he rhymed it was just like, holy shit, he needs to do that voice. Please do that more because you're so fucking good at it. But from there, there's not a single song here that's not dope. I'm sorry. But Hard was the one song, track three, I was like, I don't know about this song. That was my first one. Hold on, Cam, before you say oh, something. Look, I haven't said Hold anything. On. Just but you make a noise. You making a sit sound. Hold on. <laughs> that was just on the first listen. By the second listen, I was like, the fuck was I thinking? The way he's rhyming on that track, that weird, like, I'm almost talking, but I'm rhyming? Mm -hmm. The fuck? That shit's crazy. And starter code? Dude. <laughs> You had a starter coat, Mike? The whole, of course, I had a Raiders one because we had to. I was in California. <laughs> I had a Raiders one. <laughs> it was all big, too. Yeah, I love Raiders. I might still have that shit, actually. I got in a fight over my Raiders coat, man. Oh, yeah, you did. I didn't get in a fight over my coat. Oh, you started coach. Well, well, I did because somebody had stole it. Oh, yeah. I was in Sacramento. The Mexican kids didn't want no fucking starter coat. Mm -hmm. They wanted a red Michael Jackson jacket. <laughs> anyway, yeah, starter coat. Go back and listen to that track again, and just block out the beat. Just listen to him. The way he's rhyming every fucking bar with with coat. When you first listen to it, it's like, ah, oh, yeah, that's Royce rhyming. But when you really go back and listen to the complexity of his rhyme, like he's doing inner rhyme, outer rhyme, this line rhymes with this fucking eighth line. It's crazy. It's so fucking crazy. But wait, 
I mean, everything fucking yeah. dope. He was, but I will agree that Hello, I'm sorry, not Hello, um, Mrs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello and Mrs. Not horrible, but it just they weren't horrible. But they yeah. were just like, uh, I could do without these songs, but pick right back up. Came right back with dope and America, and it was just like every fucking song was just so dope, and every. Okay, so I think that this should have been the proper follow-up to Street Hop because Street Hop is my mm -hmm. favorite Royce album And I think that this album sounds right behind it. Success is certain just sounded like a weird Like a mixtape. It didn't sound like an album. This sounds like an album. He picked beats that he could rock over He fucking killed and he made real songs. It wasn't just a bunch of spitting, right. but there were so many bars on this fucking on album like Every every fucking song like was just like god damn how do you how are you this far in your career this many albums and mixtapes in and you're still coming up with, with shit clever shit clever like you you like. you assembly line rhymers don't really want it I'll eat you for breakfast serial numbers what the That's been in the game as long as him, you know. At this point, they started to fall off. Yeah, well, well, he did. Yeah, yeah. But, I'm saying, but, but, for him to, but for him to come back like this and be yeah. like with Prime and then with this, you like, how does he sound? Like he's getting better. Like, this is great. This is better than Prime to me. This is the best thing that I've heard since yeah, Street Hop. I think that on this album, what he did was he gave you introspection with with Tabernacle. He gave you I'm gonna ride my ass off with with Starter Code. He gave you, even he gave you like a little bit of like, it was kind of playful, but he's telling the story of infidelity with Mrs. Mm -hmm. He's giving you a little bit of like social justice issues with America. Like he's giving you so much on this album and it's, it's in a way that Royce, I don't think has really done that much before. If you listen to Royce and you've been a Royce fan for a long time, you can tell on this album how many different ways he's playing with the way he rhymes. Like. Like again on starter code and on hard, like the he hasn't rhymed like that before. Like these are different ways that he's rhyming. It's so hard to explain. But when you, if you've been listening to Roy since his mixtape, and you get to this, you're like, damn, this dude is not only progressing, but he's trying to separate himself from just being the dude from Slaughterhouse. I feel like on this project, he really set himself apart from being a member of Slaughterhouse and or Eminem's like sidekick. Right. Like. With this album, I don't see how anybody can cannot give him his props exactly. or his respect because this shit is A1 class. Yeah, finally he made Ralph a fan. Royce, uh, if you're watching, I haven't been your biggest fan so far. Um, I've probably been, you know, I, I just haven't loved your music like that. You know what I'm saying? But hey, hey. That's why you continuously make projects and continuously sharpen that sword and you continuously try to reinvent yourself because you never know when you're gonna get a new fan. Because off of this project right here and Prime, those are two of the better projects I've heard from you. And this right here is something I definitely personally connected with. This was, this was a great, great, great album. I think um, in terms of your album, I think this is your your most complete work to date. Like all your other shit is is, is good, and I, I like that. But um, this just this just felt different, and um, and it just 
felt like you were really, really focused, you had an idea in mind and it was something that you really wanted to do and you put your mind to it and you did it. It's like you're getting better with time. Like Prime really like applies. Incredible work, man, from the beat selection, of course, to the rhyming, you know, which is which is always on point. I mean, it, you, you just really came through and I rarely do this. But remember, I, had, I even text Kyle. I, re I rarely text Kyle when it comes to Kyle from Dead End Sports, but this shit was so good, I was like, yo, Kyle, you gotta listen to this shit, man. This this shit is right up your alley. And he was already fucking listening to it. But anyway, man, yeah, uh, uh, stellar work, and I'm definitely, uh, I, I don't even have to get another album, but I'm looking forward to the other album after this. But this shit right here, on its own, is is great enough to just keep me going. So, man, keep keep doing your shit, man. Yo, man, you in Atlanta, uh, holler at us too. When you come down here uh, for your show. June 14th? Yeah, yeah, June 14th. Yeah, if you're watching, you know, hit us up, man. We'd like to have you on the show. Yeah, if you're watching, man, look, hey, great, great job. Thank you. I, I can say thank you a million times for putting, taking the time and, and, and really crafting a, a masterpiece album. This is, like I said, this is by far my favorite album of, of your discography that, I, that I, I am still a fan of. I still like your previous works. Just, I'm not saying like, hey, this is the only album I like, but like, this is my favorite album by you so far. And it's amazing that you, 15 years plus in the game, and you're still making a quality album like this. And thank you for that trust. The Shooter EP 2, that shit is crazy. Just, yeah, man, just a great job, man. I, yeah, I'm like Ken, if you here, please, please. Holla at us. Yeah, proud of you, man. Detroit. Detroit in the house, baby. <laughs> yeah, Royce, you made an amazing album. Uh, like I said, uh, Street Hop was always my favorite project by you. And I think that this is like the perfect companion to Street Hop because what was so great about that project and this project is you set yourself apart from your contemporaries, from your peers. Like you made an actual rap album like beast the fact that you're 15 years in and rapping better and making better songs than a lot of these younger dudes is just incredible and you're rapping better now than i think you've rapped in a long fucking time so i'll echo and say yes when you're in atlanta i really hope that we get to talk to you because yeah you're one of the best out right now and i think that it's about time that people really 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 start giving you your props and stop looking at you like you're Eminem's, you know, friend. Oh, that's the guy that knows Eminem. No, that's Royce the fucking 5'9", like one of the best rappers from Detroit. And I think you proved that with this album. So that's all I can say, man. Just keep doing this shit.